only without visiting a, a college out in Arkansas. They had invited him to come and talk to their criminal justice department about uh, being a private eye and about the sort of things that a private eye deals with that is different than what a police officer or a you know, federal agent deals with. Elsa, you need lying still. And all this was on to come. And it was cool. I mean, they were going to pay for his flight in his hotel and cover his meals while he was there. He was excited. It was, it was going to be a fun trip. He hadn't really spent a lot of time out in that part of the country. So we got there, and everything was, was normal. Um, he was going to arrive on a Monday and then give his give his big talk on Tuesday, and then spend a lot of Tuesday, other than the talk, visiting classrooms and talking to professors about his experience. And then he's going to fly out back home at, at noon on Wednesday. And so he was going to you know, just spend some time touring around and enjoying the campus life for, for Wednesday morning. That was the plan. And it was a good plan. But when all I got in, and it got in at about 1 o'clock on Monday afternoon, the airport was just outside of the town. You know, came in, took a taxi from the airport over to the college, checked in at the hotel, and then he was going to go into, he was not scheduled to go have dinner with a couple of the professors and a couple of the senior students in the criminal justice department that evening. Pretty standard stuff. It's gonna be fun. And so they met up and, and, and it was fun. They were having a good time. And all of a sudden, the lights started flickering. And I don't know what's going on. And then ever since, all the phones all started doing that horrible beeping noise when there's an emergency broadcast. So everybody checks their phones, and there's a, and there's a tornado coming. And I was like, oh no, a tornado! I've never. Is that bad? And the people who were standing with it, like, well, yeah, no, it, it's bad. It's it's bad. It's a tornado. Um, looking like from the reports, like it is. It'll probably pass by a couple miles from here, but we'll keep watching. What we'll do is we'll, and you'll see everything around, we'll keep on with our dinner for a while. And then as things change, we might have to go into some kind of tornado shelter. So when the waiter comes around, I'll ask if there's anything here on site. Uh, probably there is, because, well, there's a kind of a tornado problem around here, and a lot of the buildings have storm cellars for that reason. So they, um, you know, with their dinner, and the waiter came and they ordered some nachos and some beers, queso dip and some salsa, and then the professor asked about the storm shelter, and the waiter said, oh yeah, yeah we, have, we have a big, um, like the basement is where all of our storeroom is, the fridges and stuff are down there and all the, all the stock, and then the kitchens are down there too, uh, it's a basement kitchen arrangement, and they did it that way so there could be also a, a storm shelter 
So if the tornado gets close, then yeah, we'll have everybody come down into the storm, so storm cellar, down into the kitchen and the storeroom. There'll be plenty of room for everybody here. Don't even worry about it. It's right here, so we don't even have to, you know, just listen for the loudspeaker. If we need to go down to the basement, you know, we'll turn off the radio and make an announcement. I said, okay, you all seem very calm about this tornado. We just said, yeah, I mean, the thing is, it's either a big deal or it isn't. You know, it's not like in the middle. It's not like when there's a bad winter storm where you're going to get a little bit of damage or you might get snowed in for a couple of hours. It's like either the tornado is going to destroy the building or we're going to be fine. <laughs> so uh, the, we have the plan. That's why we have the plan. So they, had, they enjoyed their nachos, and they enjoyed their beer, and then they started to order dinner, and all of a sudden the lights flickered again. And they heard the, the emergency broadcast warning thing again. And just as everyone started to check their phones, there was a loud thud. Like, really loud. That, that didn't give it justice. Like, something big had just hit the building. And everyone's like, whoa, what was that? And thud, thud, thud. Something big was hitting the building. I said, what, what is that? I don't know, said the professor. It could be, gosh, I don't know, hail maybe? Uh, I don't know, it's kind of weird. I couldn't really see out on the window. It was starting to storm, rain. And a couple more big thuds and one of the windows cracked. It was right about then that the um, the radio cut off, and there was an announcement. It said, ladies and gentlemen, the, the storm is headed our way. It's looking like it might come pretty close. So at this time, we're going to ask you to gather up your personal belongings, but leave your food, um, and your waiters will show you down to the cellar where we should be safe uh, in the case of a tornado. And we'll just have to hang out there for a little while. Sorry for the inconvenience, but we got to be safe. So, you know, please promptly gather up your things and head on down. We want to keep everybody safe. You picked a great restaurant to get stuck in a tornado in. We've got a really good facility down there. Uh, we won't even, even if we lose power, there's a generator down there. It'll be, it'll be fine, but we want to be safe. So, thank you. So everybody gathered up the stuff, and they followed the staff, and everybody went down into the basement. And, you know, it's actually kind of fun in its own way. Well, they'd never been, you know, in a shelter-in-place kind of situation before. And they could hear the storm raging outside, and there were more of those loud thuds. So I was pretty sure he heard another window break. And he just took the time to talk. You know, people were interested to have somebody from the big city, from the East Coast, and have an octopus, talking octopus, and have a private eye with... So he had a good time just talking to people, telling about his stuff, hearing about their stuff. After a while, the manager, this time without a radio, just sort of shouted, said, hey, folks, looks like the storm's passed. Uh, I'm going to go up and check the condition of the building, but uh, I think we would have heard it if it had knocked the building over. So just give me a minute to see what's going on up there, and we'll uh, should get back to dinner. Looks like we still have power. So he went up and he looked around and he said, all right, folks, yeah, you can come on up. There's one broken window, but it's not that big of a deal. Uh, we just won't use that table. Nobody was sitting there anyway. It's kind of weird, though. 
Well, I'll just let you see it when you see it. And everybody filed up, went back to the tables. There was an unmistakable and bizarre sight. Pies. Lots and lots of pies. And the two windows that had broken, pies had come through. And outside, you could see through the windows now, since the storm had lightened up. There were pies, like a couple of hundred pies, all around the building, smashed onto the side of the building, smeared in the parking lot, tossed this way and that. There was one that was right on top of the car that they had driven over there in. It was just sitting there, right on top of the hood, practically perfect. I shrugged, scampered outside real quick and grabbed it and brought it in. And this whole table was amused by that. And they looked at the pie. They just studied this strange pie, this pie that it and a hundred of its brothers had, and sisters had come raining out of the sky. So I think we got to cut into this pie and see what's going on with this. Never had it rain pie before. So they cut into the pie and they ate the pie and it was a normal pie. It's a good pie. It's a cherry pie with a regular pie crust with a nice glaze on the top. It was a just fine pie. Now the other pies around didn't seem to land so well, so maybe this one just, this one just got lucky. Then they, you know, ordered their dinner. They didn't have dessert because they had the pie, and it was all very strange. And as they drove back to the hotel, Ollie just couldn't shake this strange, curious feeling. I said, you know what? I got to get to the bottom of this. Who's with me? Should we go check out this pie mystery? Storms don't make pies. Something strange has happened here. Everybody in the car was excited. They were going to get to solve a mystery with Ollie the octopus. How cool is that? So I said, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I said, all right. Pull over to the side of the road here for a second. Let me look up the map of the storm, see if there's any clues here. I was looking up. It took him a minute to find the right sort of page, but then he saw a place where they'd, they'd tracked the pattern, or the path, rather, of the tornado. And it had gotten close. Not that close. It had been a mile away. But a tornado can turn pretty fast, so they were right to go down to the basement. But it hadn't really gone in the town that they were in, but it had kind of done some damage in the town next door, um, which was a big factory town. And I said, how, how tough is this car? The driver said, oh, this is, a, this is a tough car. This is a, it's a Range Rover. We could take this thing off-road if we need to. I said, I think we might. I want to get on the path of the tornado and drive backwards in time, if that makes sense. Like I said, I get you. I get you completely. Where do we start? Well, I picked a point on the map kind of where the two towns met, and the tornado had turned north from there, and it had dissipated another 10 miles up the road. And all I... And they drove, and they could see the path of destruction from the tornado. And it was like three blocks wide or so. And they just drove right down the center of it, looking for clues, looking for clues. There weren't any more pies. The pies had really been around the restaurant and on the building next door. 
you know, not a huge area of pies. So it wasn't like it rained pies everywhere. They drove slowly along the path of the tornado, looking for clues, looking for clues. They direct a bunch of stuff, some stuff you couldn't tell. There was a shoe store that they saw, a sign wrecked. And there was like a, a Target or a Walmart. Walmart, I mean. Now it's kind of beaten up one corner of it, been kind of ripped off. There's an auto dealership that, man, they, they'd gotten a lot of damage. They'd wrecked a bunch of cars in the auto dealership. They had to kind of drive around to get around the destruction there. As they drove, they kind of got into the factory part of town. There was water spurting up from the water treatment plant. That was a bummer. That's going to be expensive to fix, all I said. And then all I saw it. I said, no. No way. I said, what? What? What do you see, Ollie? Look at that over there. Do you see what I see? And the one of the students said, Acme, Acme Pie Company, a Cisco contractor. See, there was there this big, big building, kind of a nondescript building, but it had that sign on it. It said, Acme Pie Company, a Cisco contractor. And the building itself, the walls were still up. It wasn't destroyed. But if you looked carefully, the roof had been torn off. I said, get up as close as you can. I got I to gotta know for sure. And they pulled up close to the building, and Ollie got out in a hurry and scrambled up and climbed up the side of the wall. He was just that excited. He got up to the top of the wall. And indeed, the whole roof had been ripped right off like the top of a tin can. And there inside the building, a lot of the equipment was still there. But it was all knocked over and turned over. But it looked like everything loose was gone. It had been sucked up by the tornado, including, while well, I got back down into the car, all the pies. I've heard of this kind of a thing happening. I've heard of frog rains and fish rains. You're telling me that the tornado came through here, ripped the roof off of that building, sucked up all the pies, and chucked them at us, and landed the pies all around that restaurant. You're telling me that. I said, I'm telling you that. That's exactly what happened. It's got to be. Sure enough, the next day, they were looking at the news. And there was a big report. It said, pie rain, shoe rain. The weirdest rains that this town in Arkansas has ever seen. As a tornado ripped through a factory town, tearing roofs off of buildings, sucking up merchandise, and spitting it out miles away. Among the worst hit were the Acme Pie Company and the shoes of Smithfield. But other factories were also hit including a nuts and bolts factory, although those were heavier and just sort of flung near the, in the, around the nearby area, and a factory that was making blue jeans. All the different wares landed in different spots, the pies, all struck around a nearby Mexican restaurant. The shoes landed in a football field. The nuts and bolts, as we said, flung around the immediate area. And the blue jeans landed clear 10 miles away, 
must have gotten sucked and stuck in the storm because they you know, blow around so well like little flags. And those didn't come down apparently until the storm dissipated and all landed in a big heap 10 miles north. This is Channel 5 News reporting to you live. Well, it was an odd thing, but they were lucky because the tornado hadn't destroyed the college. So they went ahead with their plans. They had classes. All it did is talk. They had a lot more to talk about than they would have otherwise because of the strange case of the raining pies.